1: And we're here, and we're now, and it's now, and it's we're here. Think about it. It's Off the Edge with me, Cam Jordan. Oh, it's spooky season. Yeah, yeah, it's about to be Halloween. Harvest Day for me growing up, which meant, you know, I used to go to church, and they used to have activities, but we, it was like trick-or-treating, but not trick-or-treating. We were, you know, pretty safe. But stay tuned. Stick with me. Uh, Don't forget to tune in, tap in, spread the word. Tell your friends. Tell your mama. Tell your cousins mama. Uh, to give us a five star rating, leave a review, follow us on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Because today we're not only going to cover Spooky Season, and that's you know Halloween, as well as some great things happening. Taking over two days ago, the Indianapolis Colts game. Tune in, tap in, Off the Edge podcast with me, Cam J.
0: To throw. Wants to go deep. He's got Shahid out there. He's got it. And Shahid in for the touchdown. 58 yards to give New Orleans the lead.
1: Let's just get straight to it. Here we go. Saints win. We're back at 4 4, 500, even. Now, hopefully, we start stacking them wins. We need that chance. It's about that time. We're entering November, and November is prime. It's a lot of rhymes. All right, to take over, we have to be able to have games like we did this past weekend. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor, I think twenty twenty-one, they did a great job. They tandem that they are going crazy um the way that they did. Uh I, I I think they're a good team. Uh, and that's sort of what happens. We have great players, good on good teams, and they try to uh take it out. That that being said, we gotta win. Played Gardner Minshew three different times on three different teams now. That's a win and a win and a win. And I feel like I sacked him as well. But that's a whole nother thing. If it is, if it isn't, we'll see what happens. Um, It's okay. Defense will come back. My dog, Paulson Adebo, number 29 for the black and gold. Everything in black and gold just looks great. Uh, Interception in the end zone. I was like, get down. Also trying to set up a block for him. And he then reverse, takes it all the way to the far side numbers, which... Okay, fine, I guess, but we're all in the near side numbers trying to block for you. Takes the far side numbers, scurries up the field for like 30 yards or whatever it is. We'll take it. But let's talk about offense there. Offense was electric. Electric. Tutties everywhere. Alvin Kamara, multiple tutties. Taysom Hill, tutty. Rashid Shaheed, the need for speed. Three catches, 153 yards, and a tutty. Tutty being a touchdown. Come on, stick with me here. This man was averaging 51 yards a catch, burners, wheels. Oh, and their car was putting out them deals. You get a tutty. You get a tutty. Come on, everybody. Get in. It's a beautiful thing. It's exciting. It's inspiring. You know, DC four-time pro bowler. (laughs) Was talking to him on the bus (laughs) prior about guys that I'll I'll, uh, do my best to forget. (laughs) <laughs> he hit me on the sideline like, "You gonna remember me?" I said, "DC, you're a pro bowler. I'm always gonna remember you. You're my quarterback now. I'm always gonna remember you." So that's that's big game for our team. That was that was really like icing on the cake the way that they were playing, which makes you so so excited about our potential. And we have to be able to capture that potential for the next nine games. Again, sitting at four four, we got a light to, lot to fight for as we're sitting atop our division. Um, and I wouldn't say running away with it, but we have a chance here. We have to start stacking these wins ASAP, starting with this upcoming week against Chicago Bears. Now let's move along and move out the way. It'd be be, uh, remiss of me of of saying I've been so blessed to play in this league for the last 13 years. Uh, I I finally hit my 200th regular season game. Uh, I think I hit a 200. I thought I hit a 200, but it was with the playoffs included. So this past weekend was my 200th regular season game. 199th start. 99th start. Which is I feel like which is impressive, you know, being from draft class two thousand eleven with so many Hall of Famers, so many goats, everybody that, you know, from Cam Newton, the way he changed the game, entering in entered the field of play to uh you know, right after him being Von Miller, who we're gonna have on the show later. Let's just talk about his it. Von Miller goat. But then of course, let's just talk about today, uh, spooky season. And I just wanna say it's Halloween, so it's, it's Halloween, but it's a Tuesday and it's the trade deadline coming up. A lot of things have already happened. You talk about, you know, the the uh, notable would be, you know, big cat Leonard Williams from USC, uh, getting traded from New York to, uh, the, the Seahawks. Um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe like I said, maybe I'm biased. I'm just like loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. And teams are like commodity 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 it sort of hurts i don't know like i said i'm biased because i've been with the northern saints for 13 years i'm biased because you know my dad steve jordan uh vikings ring of honor six-time pro bowler uh was you know one clubber when i was over in central europe you know they were like oh you're one clubber i was like sure i am you know when you play for one team you 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 get a lot of loyalty or, you know, I feel like there's ties there. Like new, all my kids are from New Orleans, you know, All like I, I met my, I met my wife in New Orleans, you know, everything that has good to me has happened as a grown man sort of happened in New Orleans. So, you know, the, the city has embraced me just like I've embraced the city. So I've, I would be devastated if I was ever traded. Now, have I seen, you know, trade rumors with my name attached to them? Sure. A plenty, you know, over the years, right before I signed my, my first well, technically my second deal, but my first deal after being drafted by the saints, you know, there was rumors going around. I could be traded and I went up top. I was like, Hey, is that true? And they were like, no, but if there's a good deal for both of us, we're probably, you know, it, we could be open to it. And I was like, Pfft. uh, <laughs> I was like, you send me anywhere cold. Like, I'm. that's it for me. And they laughed and I was serious. And you know, it, it is what it is. Eight, nine years later, I'm still a saint. You know, I think the, uh, year seven or eight or whatever that was. There were some trade rumors going up there. And by that time I was I'm balling and I've made enough to never have to work again. As as my dad would say it, I've got to leave me alone money. And that's the, the abridged kinder version. And I don't know what that means, but it means I was able to dictate a lot of things. Like if you trade me, I will retire. And they were like, no, you wouldn't retire. I was like, no, I would like right now I'm on a legacy vibe anyways. Sorry, that I have to I'm going to have to go on. And what I really want to just turn to is Halloween. And let's just talk about, you know, who sets the ideas up for Halloween. My first couple of years with with a young family, it was me. My first uh I always enjoyed, you know, my older brother flying in when I first got to league. He would fly in. One one year I was like Superman, he was Batman or whatever that was. Um <laughs> Uh, we, my boys would fly in and we'd have great Halloween times. Now I'm a family man. So I, the Halloween dynamic has changed, you know, now we go trick or treating and now all the kids can walk. I'm sort of excited. My youngest is too. She can walk now. She can talk now. She's, she's, she's going to be cute. She's going to be like little toad from super Mario world, the whatever that is. She's going to be a little toad situation, cute little thing. Right. Then Nia of course is the little magician wizard, Koopa Troopa. Cute little thing, right? Then my daughter is Princess Peach, because my oldest daughter is Princess Peach, because she and she's a she's a queen in her mind. She's a princess, but in her mind, she's a queen. Then, of course, my son, Tank, Mario, wife, Luigi, and I'm Bowser. So that's what the family situation is. She did it all. The last two years I've been hands-off on this. I get control of Christmas onesies, and that's what I'm known for. I'm a I let her do it last year. It is what it is. But That being said, as we're going trick or treating, let's just talk about some of the best candy involved here. Like, best candy, Twix, Payday, Snickers, uh, Sour Patch Kids, uh, Swedish Fish are good go tos. In fact, this time of year, you get excited. Sometimes you'll find them them good, you know, them relic candies, them sixlets, uh, gobstoppers. On the the flip side, worst candy, you'd say candy corn. The scary people that eat candy corn. Like, I'm not saying that I I, like you fully bought into Halloween. That's that's the only thought I have. And like candy corn, how old are you to like candy corn? Like, I assume your next favorite candy is Werther's originals. And then after that is that random strawberry tinfoil candy. Tell me what decade you're from for you to think candy corn is is delicious. Because you just didn't have a lot of options in my mind. It was probably like 1940s. 1930 something Halloween it just like really hit mainstream. And you were like, ooh, this wonderful confectioners sweet candy corn. Or like those weird people that put like salt water taffy out. I don't even know what flavor this is. I don't want it. Bring me what's great, Snickers, Twix. But anyways, I'm excited. You know, I'm excited for for everything that's gonna happen down tonight with the fam. Uh, I'm excited to bring on my next guest which of course is the legendary Von Miller. Stay tuned, tap in, off the edge, me, Cam Jordan.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
2: The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews.
1: Restrictions apply. All right, appreciate you for tapping in. Legendary Von Miller, Von Bilsner, uh, a hope and a hero, draft class 2011 legend, uh, number two overall my man's got you know leading active sack leader, if that's how you word that, 123 and a half sacks in the career. Stop playing with him. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, I've 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 we clearly played the same timeline, draft for the same year. Uh coming from Texas A&M, where you're all American over there, go coming to the pros where you're a multiple all-pro, eight-time pro bowler. The the accolades go on and on, you know, Super Bowl MVP, two-time Super Bowl champion. I don't even know what it feels like to, 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 to wear a ring that says I've won something at a high level because you've, you've won them all, uh, <laughs> bro. Uh, there's nothing that you haven't done. Appreciate you for tapping into uh, off the edge, bro.
2: Man, Cam, I appreciate you for having me, man. Like you said, it's been a, it's been a long time, man. You know, um, that intro was, uh was, was kind of long winded. I'd rather you just say Von Miller, the chicken farmer.
1: <laughs> nah, nah. Hey, take care of your mentals, Take care of your chickens. But nah, bro, all them accolades you got. All oh, in fact, I left out a couple. Like you know, 2010s all-decade NFL uh, team. Stop playing. Stop playing. Uh, See, that's what <laughs> that's what legends are allowed to do. You can downplay the greatness. I'm not gonna downplay, it, bro. I'm here to hype it up. I appreciate you tapping in just because you know what I'm saying the fact that uh, you know you have the Von Miller pashra Summit, bro. You started that. It's it's you're a rally point, bro. Like you're you're one of the greats, and and everybody wants a little you know piece of your time. So I man, appreciate
2: you give me man. It's all love and respect, Cam. You know that, man. Um, uh, from day one, man. We've been we've been locked in. It's been all good vibes from you know here, LA, New York, where it might even be Paris, where I might even run to you, man. So no doubt. It's it's it's, it's all good, it's all love, man. I appreciate you for having me, man. And and if I remember, it was it, you said leading, you said God leading sex. I, I if I can remember right, I think you was six behind me, man. So yeah,
1: yeah, like. Probably six and a half at this six point. Six and a half.
2: Yeah. Bro, man. Who's, keep, who's keeping score, man? No. Oh, <laughs> who's oh. keeping
1: score? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Legendary. Bro, I, I wanna know, like, you know, like I, I we've talked about our mentalities uh, at your past rush summit camp, but uh like i just wanna know how is it that your elite is so like your your get off is so elite you know what what goes into that like I'm always keying like play clock behind offensive lineman yeah. or knowing where a quarterback likes to 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 uh hike hike within that situation um but for you is it is it just awareness is it is it reacting off of offensive line like what what does it that entails your get off versus what i do
2: man, you know uh from going to the past summit you know i look at. Uh, whatever, um, you know, whatever information I can get, um, uh, whether that's the play clock, whether that's formation, whether that's, uh, the, the right tackle or the right guard or the center or the left tackle and the, and the left guard, like I'm looking for whatever I can get, um, to really help me with a good get off. It might be the center's heels. He might be, cause sometimes these, these 300 pounders, they, they, they need a little bit of help to like get out of there. Sometimes it might be the quarterback under center. Um, You know, especially the tall quarterbacks, they like the, you know, uh, crowd underneath there and they have to move before they really hike the ball to get where they want to go. So I I just try to look at whatever I can get, man. And it's hard to have um, it's hard to have 11 guys on the same schedule. It's it's hard to have 11 guys saying the same thing. You know, I like to get a little bit of information from whoever's going to give it to me.
1: Mm. Yeah, so so you do all that during during film breakdown. You you, you get whatever you got. What what Denzel say? He said I I came in here. I I'm not leaving out something. I'm gonna leave with something. <laughs> all right,
2: you know, I I'll I'll use I'll use everything I got. Sometimes it might just be in the game. You know, it might just I might it might be all the way up to that first or second snap. You know, and then you know. If I can't find any information, then it's it's I'm guessing, you know. I
1: mm.
2: I ain't afraid to say it. You know, I, I hate to word it like that. I let me word it like this. I anticipate. <laughs> I anticipate yeah. the count. So it's, I'm it's, not-
1: sometimes it's a little gamble, you know. It's, sometimes it's you gamble, take the information man. and I'm trying to hit that blackjack. Oh, I was it's a gamble, 20.
2: man. Out of I'm all the 20. past 20. rushes, if I give if I jump off size, you know, two or three times a season, like I'm okay with that. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with two or three offsides a season. You know, if that's gonna help me get, you know, two or three more sacks, I-, I will pay my taxes, man, and I'm okay with. I'm okay with jumping outside. Sorry, coach. It'll never be. It'll never be on third and five, though. I tell you that right now. It'll never be on thirty five.
1: Yeah, i well, will be on know, that I'm, that
2: third and eight, third and yeah, 9 yeah, we're I'm gonna pull the trigger though, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love that. I love that, bro. Um, so you know, trade deadline coming up. I I was talking about it earlier on the show, but um, you know, just I've never been traded. I, you know, you. Were a a Denver legend and then got mm-hmm. traded to the Rams. What is it? And now you're over at the Bills. But like, what does it feel like being traded? One and the, just the process. Like, I don't even know who I call yes. to be like, "Hey, move my stuff. Take care of my family. I got a game. I got to play next week. And everything that I know and have known for years, I got to figure it out."
2: Man, what, I, I would I would tell you this. They will figure it out in a short period of time. <laughs> they, whether it's the equipment guys, whether it's the equipment guys, whether it's your agent, you know, whether it's your assistant or whoever, they, they will, I'm telling you, they will figure it out. And it feels like, honestly, it feels like, um, it, it feels like your girlfriend just roll over and look at you and just say, Oh, I don't love you no more. I'm going to go get somebody else. You know, that's, that's what it feels like. It has like that. I was heartbroken, man. Like, you know, yeah, I, um, you know, I felt like I was going to be like the Larry Fitzgerald of you know, how Larry Fitzgerald was for the Cardinals. Like no matter how good it was, he was there. No matter how bad it was, you know, he was there. You know, I think right. he, played eight, he played 16 or 18 years and he was there. You know, whether he was playing well or whether he was just, you know, uh, mediocre, his whole phase, he was there. And I thought that would be me. You know, obviously that didn't happen. Um, But it, it felt like I was when they told me. So that morning, right. They, um, I had no idea for one, like, you know, sometimes guys, they have like an idea. Sometimes it might be the
1: rumors. Little echo.
2: I didn't have a whisper. Me and my agent, we didn't have anything. I didn't have uh, any, they kept it all secret. And, um, I'll go into the office right after the game on Sunday. I I didn't play in that game. I come into the, I was in the training room, getting my ankle worked on. And, um, the head trainer was like, Hey man, George. George Payton, he was like, man, George want to see you upstairs. And I looked at him, I was like, Hey, why don't George come down here? Like I'm in the training room. He's like, ah, I think, you know, George wants to talk to you up there. So immediately I knew that I was getting traded. So he, I grabbed all my stuff and it just felt so every single step. It just felt like, dang, what's going on, man. It felt like I was going to the principal office. I get up in there. I sit down in the seat across from George Payton's desk. He presses a little button, so he had like a little button on his thing, and he pressed it, and the, the door closed behind me, and I sat down, and he said, hey, man, how's your ankle? And I was like, man, ankle's good. He's like, "You so you'll be able to play this coming week if uh if you can play? I was like, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'll be ready to go. I just, I'll just miss one game. He's like, okay, yeah, well, that's good. Well, I would like to tell you that we are trading you to the Los Angeles Rams, just like that, just like just How
1: are like you going to ask me about my ankle if you – Oh.
2: You know, obviously had to see obviously had to check and see if you know, I was healthy, but right. I was I, I was healthy man And you know, he told me that you know, the, the Broncos are a long way away from winning Um, You know, I'm ready to win right now gave me the whole spiel. Like man, we're you to LA Rams, and I was like, man how, how can I how are you gonna how am I gonna fit over there with Aaron Donald Jalen Ramsey? Because I, I you know, I, this is my 11th year in the league. I know how caps work, you know, I know like right you know, I know how it goes, so I'm like, man, they got Matthew Stafford, Andrew Whitworth, Leonard Floyd, uh, Aaron Cooper, D- Cup, Cooper Woods. I'm like, bro, like, how how am I gonna fit in? He was like, oh well, we're gonna pay your salary. Um, we're we're gonna pay your whole salary. We just, you know, we need the draft picks. They need you to to, to top off their rush, and you know, it's a win win. I was like, really? He was like, hey, do you not want to go to LA? I was like, no. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll go to LA. Basically, he was saying. You can go anywhere.
1: We'll buy, but... Yeah, we'll find someone else if you. Yeah, if... You can go anywhere, but you just
2: got to get up out of here, but oh. so it was. It was. Um, I, I. I cried. I actually. I actually cried. I had. It was like. It wasn't like a a small tear either, though. It was like a forty five minute like, crying oh. spell. Like you had said. Like and you, as you know, like my whole life, has been Denver Broncos. I spent a whole third of my life. I spent ten. I spent ten and a. Ten and a half years with the Denver Broncos. I was 32. I was 32 at the time. I had spent a third of my life in Denver. Um, won a Super Bowl there. I had my first son there. Um, had my, my house there. I had everything. I was rooted. I had truly bought into being a Coloradan. Um, I used to go fly fishing and, you know, the whole your, your thing.
1: Chick, your chicken farm ain't out there, though.
2: No, no, my chicken farm. It was,
1: <laughs> you know, So,
2: it, so they had, they was like, man, you gonna go? And I got on the phone with Coach McVay and Coach McVay, he made me feel better when I got on the phone with Coach McVay. He was like, hey, man, like, we need you, man. Let's go win a Super Bowl. And the crazy thing is, like, six, I think it was like four, four, like four, four and a half or six years ago, I was in um, a club in, in LA and I had ran in a Coach McVay. What was the coach uh, with the uh, Arizona Cardinals? Uh, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. He was with Cliff Kingsbury, Coach McVay. And it was another coach. They was in there having a having a good old time. And I, you know, I was in the club. I was still with the Denver Broncos. I was like, hey man, like, you know, I was just, you know how you have a couple of drinks. You just boy, I'm just like, mm-hmm. hey man, like, hey, come on, man. Pick me up, man. Like, let's go win the Super Bowl. Like, let's go win Super Bowl. Come get me, man. Pair me up with A D. And I was, you know I used to be in the club. He yeah. remembered that. And on the phone, he was like, hey man, we come a long way from just in the club about winning the Super Bowl. He was like, come on over here, man. Let's make it happen. So he made me feel better. Um, you know, I went home, I went home. I started looking around like my whole house. Like I built it from the ground up. Like my whole house is all Denver had all these memories and game balls and stuff. And I had left, they kicked me out of the facility so fast that they had to come to my house. The media team had to come to my house to, to give, to have me do my fairway, my farewell to, uh, Denver and the Denver Broncos. So I did that couple of more tears fell. Um, I went out to, I went out to Benihana's cause that's one of my favorite spot to go in Denver is, you know, when you say Benihana's like, you know, but this one is top of the line. I, every time I go there, they, they, all the food is great. So this is one of my favorite spots to go to Benihana's me and Melvin me Gordon. And he just kept looking at me like, damn bro. He kept saying like, damn bro, you really gone? And I'm like, yeah, bro. Like I'm really gone. I fell asleep. I fell asleep. I had a, had a real early flight to go to LA. And I remember falling asleep and I woke up the next morning to catch my flight and I was like, damn, this is real. Like, I'm really going to LA. I hopped on the flight, when I got on the plane I was like, man, like I'm taking off, I'm watching all like the little, the mountains and I'm telling him like, hey man, like when I land this plane, I'm done with this Demoronco stuff. I'm just gonna compartmentalize it. I'm not gonna look back on it. Like that chapter of my life is done. When I land in LA, I'm a Los Angeles Ram. I'm playing with Aaron Donald and it's time to win a Super Bowl. So I fell asleep on the plane. And when I woke up, they had their social media team and Rampage, the, the Ram, he was there. And you know, everybody was so excited to see me. And I'm like, man, I'm a Los Angeles Ram. And I had spent so much time in LA. I had spent right. so much time in LA, all my friends and everybody that I knew in LA. It was just, it, it was
1: amazing, man.
2: And you know, we go and win a suit. we go win a Super and Bowl. And go win a Super Bowl
1: that same year. Yeah. And it really could have been a throw up, but like between between you, man, Odell, yeah. Aaron, like that first, like it, it yeah. could have been an MVP tie for me. And Cooper Odell came
2: crazy. Odell came the next week. So, you know, it, even if I did have like a little hangover from wanting to be a Denver Bronco, like Odell came the very next week after the, that. The homies was there. And it was like, bro, like this is this is where I'm at, man. I'm I'm enjoying it, man. Like we lost our first three games when I came. It was like I left Denver. We was losing and I go to the Rams and we lose our first three games and then we got it together, man. And, you know, L.A. is always L.A. whether you win or lose, man. And I I just I just remember feeling rejuvenated. I felt like the city of L.A. brought me back playing with Aaron Donald brought me back. Um, Being on a competitive team, it like rejuvenated me, man. Like and I enjoyed playing at It's the greatest stadium in our league, maybe even in the world, man, it's it's a, it's a, it's a great stadium. And that was my home stadium. And
1: yeah, you've played, you played in new Orleans. You, you've heard <laughs> how loud our, our fans get,
2: you know, Cam, it's not about loud. It's not about oh. loud. Cause it, it so far. It was never, it was never loud. Like that. I'm just saying like brand new, uh, mm-hmm, it's brand a party. New. They got the Boosie bellows down there in the end zone. Like, mm-hmm. It was, you know,
1: it it, it was vibing. Jay Z coming it, to game, and experience. Football. Yeah, yeah. Man, it was because people people go over there. People go to SoFi to to enjoy the experience. Yeah, they're not, yeah. They're, not they're not screaming from their heart and their soul. They are screaming no. from like the top of their lungs. No, Yay. I, I, yeah, I give you that.
2: Even it was the Super Bowl, it didn't even feel like, uh, like uh, a Super Bowl. It felt like a dinner party. Like it felt like you got all the, the rich people to hear to, to no watch doubt. the best NFL team play, and it never really got loud. But a super bowl is right. a super bowl, man. No matter, no matter where it's at, man. It could be in Madagascar. You, you tell me. Look, you they get, tell me. It could be in cool. Madagascar. Those those juices gonna flow, man. But the, it, it hurt at first being traded, it hurt, but um that three months, I, I needed that, man. And it ended up being really, really good for me, man. For Adi, sure. Out of your two, which one, which one do you like more? So it's kind of like you know, I I always say like it's like having two kids. Like you got kids, I got kids. I love them I only, all I
1: only, I only got one son. I got one legacy retainer. Don't blame <laughs> me. You got two boys. You know what I'm saying? I got <laughs> one, one boy, three, three girls. They gonna their last name. If I hear you.
2: But right, I, I, so I, so I, got, I got two boys. So it feels like they, I love them both, man. They, they can, they, they two completely different, but I love them both the same. Like Val is my firstborn. Super Bowl 50, I won Super Bowl MVPs with the Denver Broncos. Um, Super Bowl 56 victory. That's my second son. And I got to play with Aaron Donald and Coach McVay and all these guys. Coach McVay, man, like he is—he is a hell of a coach. But I feel like he is a—he is a—he is a—a a vet, a veteran player's coach. He just understands what the guys need. He understood when we was tired. He understood when we needed a pep talk. He understood when we needed a day off. When we needed a half a day, or Coach McVay and the team that we had, like you know, he could—he could do that. He could give us you know, half okay. days and we would go out there and play well and win. So it wasn't like, you know, he was just, you know, on my team. Sorry, like give him the So it won't be too right, too stressful on him. Like we was winning. So he took, he took the load off so we can go extra hard in the game and it, and it worked, it worked for it.
1: And then you, then you signed. I remember talking to you this before you signed to the bills, you're like, man, I think I'm going back to the Rams. Like, next thing I know you go to the bills. Yeah. I'm like legendary six year deal. And we talked, you know, we talked about it, bro. You was like, "I'm trying to play to year, you know, 18, 19, 20." Yeah. Bruce Smith, you know, is that still the plan? You still, you still on that 18, 19, 20 years?
2: D. That, that is my, that is my, uh, that is my, my humanly uh, Mantra, my that, that is my, that is my plan as a human being, bro. You're you know, my I, hero. You know, God, God has. Um, my mom always said, if you if you want to make God laugh, start making plans. So, that's what I want to do. Mm. Um, whatever God has for me, I'm gonna take it with, with. Yeah, I'm gonna take it with my chest up and with my chest out and my head up high, man. I'm already beat the game. I'm already. I'm already won the game. Now we are going back for the for the extra little like incentives yeah. and to, to unlock this character and to unlock this skin. Like I'm already yeah. beat the game, but now I'm just trying to like have total yeah. domination in the game. So Absolutely. with the Bills, with the Bills, it's obtainable, man. Like we got a great quarterback, we got a great uh, facility, we got a great system. Um, being our, our, our GM is, is amazing, man. And you know, if, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen here with the, with the Buffalo Bills. I will say this, if I end up having them to leave and if I get traded again, or if I, if anything else happened, I will say this, I'm done, man. I'm, I'm done, man. Like Bills, this is my last stop. I'm not picking them back up and tying them up for nobody else. This is, this mm. is my, this is my last stop. So either I'm here for the whole six or whenever it's done here is is done. I, I will say that.
1: Oh, I'll say, so you played with, you played with Peyton Manning over at, at Denver. You've, you've, you know, once you bowled there, you played with Matt Stafford over at, uh over at the Rams. Um, For the longest time, I would call him Matt Safford. I don't know why I messed up his last name. That was on me. It's the two um, S. Bro, that's what I was like, I don't know what I did to mess that up. And I was like, no, it's Matt. And I had real argument and they got corrected. Um but like, and now you're playing with Josh Allen, you know, at the beginning of the year, you said he's probably a front runner for the MVP conversation. Yep. Like, how, how do you, how do you feel about those quarterbacks? Is there a difference in terms of this huge, probably a huge cerebral difference yep. from Peyton Manning? Cause he's just one of the most brilliant minds in the game to a mass effort to now, you know, Josh Allen is You still one. Do you think Josh Allen's still a, a MVP front runner and two, like what was the difference between Super Bowl championship years and this year, year and now?
2: So. um all three of those quarterbacks that you mentioned, they have some similarities and they're different in a lot of ways as well. Um, I think the similarities, we would say they're all, they all have this. This, this, this persona about them. They all have like this, this energy about them that when they get out there, it's never really over. Even if it says it's over, even if we're down by 17, whatever it says is never really over. It's just a moment. uh, We're waiting on a moment for them to click and put together, um, eight to ten plays, and the, the the game will totally change. All three of them have that ability to do that, and they do it in different ways, of course. But they all have that ability to do that. Um, personalities was they were totally different, except for the energy component that I was talking about with with all three quarterbacks. Um, Matthew Stafford was a little bit; he was more quiet. Um, Peyton Manning he talked all the time, but it was all business, 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 business. Mm-hmm. And when you have that sense of urgency, to go out there and win and to win a Super Bowl is okay if it's all business, business, business. Like I, I don't, I don't mind. It. I just want to win. I don't have no pride in none of this. I just want to win. And I think um, with Josh Allen, bro, he he's a D lineman, bro. He's, he's one of the guys, like he's one of the guys. If you, if you didn't know what position he played and you, we just walking around and it, he, bro, his personality will fit right in the defensive line room with, with us. Cal, I'm like, he's, he's one of the guys he's going to joke. He's not going to take things too serious. Like, if we win, we win. If if we don't, we don't. He has his confidence about him that even if we do lose, like he knows he knows the type of player that he is. We all know what type of player he is, and you, you're not gonna win them all. And I would say the the similarities to the teams that we have, the Super Bowl teams, is man, we on all three of those teams, those two teams, the Denver Broncos and the Los Angeles Rams, and here with the Buffalo Bills, we don't have we don't have one on on all three of those teams. We never had that. If I if I can if I can say a lack of better words, we never had a like a head in there. Like that was yeah. all about his self and all about like his contract or him being hurt or him trying to win or him trying to go to the Pro Bowl. We we don't have any of those guys in, it, in any of these teams. Like everybody's all about winning. Um all three of those teams had a all three of those teams had a, a, a solid group of core players, whether it's special teams, offense or defense. And all three of these teams, we have Incredible leaders. Um, on the Broncos, of course, we had Demarcus Ware and and Peyton Manning. And and with the Rams, you got Matthew Stafford.
1: You're gonna say you man, and me yeah, yeah, and he, yeah you know, he, yeah. Mom, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: With the Rams, we got Matthew Stafford <laughs> and Aaron Donald and and um, and um, Andrew Whitworth. You know, big big time OG voice in the locker room for us. And with the Buffalo Bills, I and mean, you got Josh Allen, myself, Digs. Um Gabe Davis, Jordan Poirier, Micah High. So a very, very good group of high character guys, very good leaders on all three of those teams.
1: Bro, you brought you brought up this chicken farm too many times. I need to know, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, like what, th- this this passion. Like I, I I've seen it over the years, you know, back when you and Derek Wolf and did a, like a little little interview yeah. about your, the chicken farm too. Uh, you know, you naming your, your chickens after individual players. Yeah. But you also have a huge passion because every time I see you, you got these, you know, you got these tight, tight jeans on, about to go, about to go golfing. Um, <laughs> which one do you enjoy more? <laughs> is it um, golfing, chicken farming? Because as much as you talk about these chickens, bro, I've seen you in Vegas and you always had your your, your golf bags on, like man, golf bag slung. All I'm it, going we, to is top golfing. You out there hitting 18 holes?
2: Can okay, we got time, We got Tom, man. I, I swear, I swear to you, man. Like it's nothing like golfing, man, especially when you. Develop your game, and you start to get a little bit better. And now you can play like 18 holes, and you can, you know, bogey the holes or whatever, and maybe put put together some pars. When your game, when you start to develop your game, like golf becomes like so enjoyable. Especially if you're out there with your boys. Even if I'm not out there with my boys, I could be out there with anybody. Just by with me playing the game, and the whole um aspect of the 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 golfing outfit to the clubs to everything. Like I enjoy everything about golf. Yeah. So if we're talking about what I enjoy the most whether it's football, um, chicken farm, or golf. And we're gonna take I, the
1: football out of there. I'm not gonna, let, I'm not, letting, we're gonna take that. I out enjoy of
2: golf. I, I really do. I enjoy golf. Wow. I, I enjoy golf. Like, I, I, if I could just, if I could be the Von Miller of the golfing world, I would, I would take that. I would take that in a heartbeat. But I love my job. Like, I love my job. Right. I love playing football. It is, this is what I want to do. This is my childhood dream. This is what I want to do. I'm living my dream. But there's nothing like golf. I enjoy, I enjoy golfing and you know chicken chicken farming is good you know when the financials are good you know it's <laughs> and when money is all money is always good like i enjoy that but if i don't want to be out there with chickens you know all day and on the chicken farm all day i'd rather be on the golf course all day if you ask me that so i enjoy playing golf and it's it's one of my passions for sure
1: man i enjoy top golf is what i enjoy
2: <laughs> <laughs> the chicken farm thing man the, the chicken farm i didn't grow up raising chickens i didn't grow up on no on no farm like i grew up i hunted and fished I was I started hunting and fishing when I was a little kid, but I never really was like a farmer or anything like that. I went to Texas AM. I took a I'm not gonna lie to
1: you. I, I thought you always was a chicken farmer. Like oh, I,
2: took, I was in college, I took it easy, I took an easy class, you know, like most uh student athletes. I needed help with my GPA. Um
1: mm-hmm. took a little uh, quick elective,
2: yeah. Elective uh, meat production one-on-one, poultry meat production one on one. It was averaging an A minus. I take the class and it is easy, like I'm falling asleep every day, like. I'm sleeping in class. My professor would wake me up, though. He would wake me up and make me come to the front of the class, and he would make me, like, regurgitate some of the stuff that we learned in class. And in turn, I started to listen to some of the numbers, and I'm like, man, hey, I'll, this, hey, you go to college and we'll find your plan B. And I was like, hey, this, this is my plan B if I don't go to the league. You know, thank God I was able to go to the league, and I was able to be a chicken farmer as well. So it just started off by taking an easy class, man, for real.
1: Jeez. Jeez. All right. Like, come on. We, we it's, it's Halloween. So I need, I need to know, bro. Like what's, what's your, what's your, uh, what's your favorite candy, bro? I need it. And what's your, what's your top two favorite candies and what's your bottom tier?
2: I would say, man, I know, I know y'all going to be a little bit disappointed in me, but don't you, I don't, I don't eat candy. I'm not a candy. I'm not, I'm not a candy guy. Like I, I, uh, you know, I, I never really, I never really was a, a candy guy, even when I was younger, but when I started playing football like professionally, it was like, ah, if I'm gonna let go let go of something, I'm gonna let go of candy. But you know, I, I've had the occasional uh, sour punch straw before. Like yeah. you know, I like I love the sour punch and yeah, you know, I also That's love uh when whenever I was eating candy, um <laughs> Starburst. You, you can't you can't lose with Starburst or anything like that. And okay. you know, I like the small package of the red vines, you know, the red vines licorice. And I would say,
1: Ma, that... Ma, how old are you for you to like look?
2: Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This when I did eat candy, those were yeah. things that I like. And I would say my uh-huh. bottom tier would be just the basics, like candy
1: I'm corn. not really,
2: a, I'm not really a Snickers guy or like oh. Twix or Reese's, Reese's Cups. Oh man, they are oh, they oh, overhyped. God, they make my stomach hurt right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the over- overhyped. So you okay, you would be okay with candy corn, young young Von and Vin running yeah. around the neighborhoods. Yeah, you'd candy be with candy corn.
2: Yeah, candy corn, cool, man. It's
1: cool. Oh
2: man. no. Oh no. <laughs> what about you? What's your what's your top tier candy and what's your your lower tier candy?
1: Top tier, uh, the little fun-size Snickers, you throw them in the freezer, hitting on a different level. See, then yeah. gobstoppers and you know, Skittles or something, you know, the the Sour Punch Kids. What, you know, they just
2: ban you know they just banned Skittles in Japan.
1: Yeah, yeah. And where are we? <laughs> <laughs> it's <a> Merkle. <laughs> <laughs> the skittles, oh, skittles, skittles,
2: skittles, go hard too. Man, I ain't gonna sit here and act like I'm too good man. for candy, but I don't eat candy. But I, you know, I, I would agree with you on, on those those candies. Touche,
1: touche. Hey, you still you still throw them uh, legendary Halloween parties? Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, from yeah. Denver Broncos, you had the, you had the <laughs> legendary joints. Legendary. Oh so,
2: man, so I, you know, I did. I am uh, I am very uh, proud of. Uh, you know my Halloween parties that I used to throw. Used to um, throw, yeah I, yeah. I used to throw them, man. Um, that was one of my that was one of my things, man. Like, um, I don't like to toot my horn on, on too many different things, man.
1: When you First decide to put fore- a function together, it's always top tier.
2: First and foremost, man, I am a team guy. I am a I can toot my horn on that. I am a team guy. Not only do I know my teammates, but I love my teammates, and you just can't love anything. I spend time with my teammates. I know about their kids, where they went to college, what makes them go what doesn't make him go like background stories, man. I know everything about my teammates, so I can't toot my heart on that. And then when it comes time to entertaining, which that falls into being a good you teammate. Knowing your teammates. When it comes to entertaining, like, man, like I, man, I, I can do that. I, I've I've studied the science of, uh, of partying and entertaining. And I feel like I have that down packed. And one of the things that, one of the things that really makes it go like for, for me, whenever I was entertaining was, it had to be like, I give you, so I love Halloween for, um, one reason. You can get all of these uniforms. Everybody likes to dress up and be somebody that they're not. And then you have, you have fun and you got the alcohol and it goes late and you got all your boys. Like that's, that's a function. Um, for me, I've been sober for, I, I've been off back I haven't had a drink of alcohol in about, Ninety-eight days. So to have a really good party, you have to have like yeah. the alcohol element of it. And for me, not really a drinker either, man. Not really a not really a candy guy. Not really a drinker, you know. So it's just. So are you vegan now? Like, what's up? No, You're no, no, now? no. I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> sugar, sugar, <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not vegan. It's just, it's just so he's tapping into the honest, vegan powers. To be honest, camp man, you know, like man, it's just it's just something that I just want to try, man. Like, yeah. You know the past for something we have we have our we have our beverages and you you, yeah. you hang back we grown men mm-hmm. but i just I just wanted to to try something man I just wanted to try something new and different and you know it's different when you gotta be when you gotta be sober when you gotta stop drinking. It's different from wanting to be sober and wanting to not drink, and that's just where I am. And I got my kids, and you know, I just wanted to try some, try something new, man. Does it? Is it pointless sometimes? Yeah, it does feel like that at some but <laughs> but I'm just trying it, man. I'm just trying it, man. And I, and I like where I'm at, man. To be honest, I think when I got traded, it was like okay, like I can kind of let go of it. I think a lot of it was me holding on to the to the Halloween party. Me, not uh, I. I had a huge um, I had a huge FOMO problem, like fear of missing out. Like I had a huge yeah. problem that I wanna had a party like every single year. And Then when you get traded, it's like, okay, I'm not like I'm not in charge of the Halloween party no more. And then we come right. here. The crazy thing is about it when we came here, my teammates is asking me about it. It's like, so one, you gonna bring the Halloween party back in Buffalo? I'm like, uh, I thought about it, but it's like, no, man. What, I, I'm the you to say guys Those days yeah. are gone, man. It, it's safe to say that those days are gone for me.
1: That makes sense, bro. I let go of the uh, the ox chord for the first time in like eight years. Oh. Like, you know, locker room music, all that was have always sort of been in charge. Big boom yeah. box, I got them, I got them blasting. I'm getting my guys right, no, just like me, yeah, man. And like this year, I was just like, hey, man, like y'all play whatever you want to play. So now, you know, you got the DB corner that is strictly sponsored by Young Boy, you know, you've got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You guys, you guys, it, it turns into
2: work, though. It really turns into work to try to please everybody in their musical taste.
1: No doubt. No. Used to have white guy Wednesdays and like you know, like slow yeah. down, slow down Fridays. Yeah. You used to you give out different vibes, Caribbean, Caribbean vibes Saturdays. So have like,
2: about, have you thought about this though, Cam? Have you thought about putting a DJ in the locker room? Have you have, it. have, have I've you thought, thought about me? About I mean, shout I mean, out it. Deion Sanders, Deion Sanders, and what he's doing. He he has a. They have a DJ. I don't know Something if they have like a DJ them. in their like their home in their regular locker room, but for every game they have a DJ in the locker room that's playing music.
1: You know what? If next season they they uh, make the playoffs and, and it becomes a winning formula, we may be able to integrate. Just,
2: I mean, if, just th- just think about
1: it. Like, cause before the game,
2: you you should have a guy in charge of the energy element of the game. Like you, right? He's actually on a team. His job is to get everybody hype for the game, and we know football. It's, it's it has a lot to do with energy too. Like if you have the right, right energy, you can go out there for that three hours and play at a level that you wouldn't normally play at.
1: Uh, before a game, what 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 you listen to? Is there a specific song? Is there a specific ritual? What, what you what yeah. you want?
2: So, um, over my thirteen over my thirteen year career, um, obviously you're not gonna be able to have the same routine wherever you go. You play in different stadiums at different times and. You know, different locations this this game might be at 8 15 or you might play at one so things you know things come and go part of my routine some things come and go but what I will say is I have to what I have to do um before every game right when I get in I have to put my pads in my shorts immediately like while I still got on my street clothes I had to put my pads in my pants I have to put my phone on um, airplane mode, like right when I get in, I put my phone on airplane mode. I don't want any, I don't want to you know the urge to look at my phone under that. And the song that I have to hear before each and every game is Phil Collins in the air tonight. And not, not just at any, at the specific time that I have to hear it. You know how we go out, what our pads on it, say defense lineman come out. We yeah. go out and we do our warm up and then we come back in. As we are walking in, I have to hear that song. Y'all can play whatever y'all want. The whole time we're here, but when we walking in for warm ups,
1: I have to hear it.
2: I have to hear it. I, I've done that for every single game in the National Football League.
1: Mm. I was never expecting you to be a Phil Collins guy before a game.
2: I'm not. It's just that, that, that song. That song, it speaks to you. Song, it that song. Because he was like, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. It just put me in this, this oh, mode. Like, okay, I've been wanting to play football my whole entire life, and now I'm here. The moment is here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just kind of zone out and meditate and I have to hear it all the way throughout the, the whole entire song. Like don't, don't transition the song at the end. Don't, don't cut me short. Let me, let me, me ride. Eight seconds left. It has to be zero, 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 zero for you to change the song. When that happens, like I, I'm cool. I, it don't matter about nothing else. I'm good.
1: Okay. What about you?
2: Okay. What song? What, 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 what's your, uh, what's your game? What's your game routine?
1: Man, I don't know if I have one. I, I usually got to calm myself down. So I'm playing like I'm playing. It'd be if if I'm too hype, then I I gotta bring myself down. I, I'll listen to Symphony Number Nine, uh, like you know. I I, I if I if I'm too low, I, I throw on whoever you know. Thugger Thugger, I put on you Future. know. Rawway, Future, you know, gotcha. big 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 Toxic King. You know what I'm saying, like, uh, <laughs> but. At the same time, like right, right before we go out, you know, like after we do a, a group prayer, it's got to be something violent. So then, you know, it's either Avenged Sevenfold or it's young Marshall Mathers, you know what I'm saying? Eminem, yeah. Kim type stuff. Or yeah. it's, you know, it's 50 Cent, Get Rich, Die Try, it's Method Man. I go into, a, I go to that, you know, that beast mode, warrior mode. Like that's just that last activation. Like, all right, listen, we about to go put some hands on folks. Like, you know, I, you know me, I'm bringing, I'm bringing hands to work. So somebody got to get blessed with these things. For so sure, I, I, I'm looking to strike first and then like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's time to pass rush now.
2: So, <laughs> <For laughs> sure, man, like, I, I just, I got to, if I'm too hype, I I, I think of that as a blessing. Like, I, I've been in the moments where you got to, where you feel like you got to, you got to amp yourself up. But me being too hype, I, I love it, man. Like, I love being either neutral or too hype. I'm never like on the opposite side, of,
1: like where I got to like,
2: hype myself up. I actually feel like it's a concert when we walk out there. I feel like, okay, Cause I've been to so many concerts and you see so many stars, so many big stars that have these stadium tours. And then when it's my turn, they'd be like, okay, like this is my stadium. This is my concert. I'm going to, I'm going to perform for the people that's watching, man. I'm going to get sex, make, make big time planes, plays that have changed people's lives. Like that's the type of mentality that I have out there. So it's always, I'm always on 10 and I enjoy being on 10 out there, man. And Cam, man, like, you know, I've been a big fan of you since, since day one, man. I, you know, I I can't, there's nothing that I'm going to tell you on this podcast that I haven't told you in person to your face, man. I love you, man. I appreciate you and your game, man. You're a family man. You put family first, man. And that has been inspiring for me. It's been motivational for me, man. You've done everything right, man. And I see all the commercials with you on there, man. Like I am, I am so proud of you, man. And you know, for the type of career that you've had from on the football field to off the football field, doing podcasts and things like this, man, like, the future is so bright for you, man. And Hopefully, we might have our own show when we get done or something like that, man. Be on ESPN. They pay us the same amount that we're getting paid right now to play football, but we just get to shoot after this, man. It'd be great to have a TV show with your Cam, later in the future, man. But My dog. Now, but for now, man, keep doing you, man. Keep killing you, man. And I'll always be a fan of you, fam.
1: All I appreciate you, bro. Field, man. If you ever need
2: me, if you ever need me for anything, even if it's just like a little Facetime for you to call one of your nephews or something, man, I'm I'm open for it, man. I got you, man. Forever, man. I appreciate you,
1: Well, you've always been great like this, dude. I like I said, I appreciate you just for tapping in. Beyond that, bro, for you know being a beacon for other pass rushers, you know edge rushers. Um, thank you for 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 tapping in with me, bro. Um, for anybody that knows, you know, Von's a legend, I'm going to continue saying legend, just (laughs) legendary type things. Uh, everything that you do, bro, on and off the field has been nothing short of amazing. So again, appreciate you tapping in. And you, you know, me, bro, my line's always open. I ain't got, I ain't got like, I ain't got any avenues you got to go for. You text me, I text back. I'm like, what's good.
2: I'm in that thing. Of course, Yeah, you do for sure, man. He's not lying guys. I don't hit him up and he hit me right back for sure. But that that TV show that, 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 that Cam and Vaughn, that, that the bookends, Cam and Vaughn, and we break down the, the pass rush for every single game in the National Football League. Everyone said the bookends, yeah. Or it could be, or it could be just, you know, we could take the Michael Strahan route and we can have our own weather show. You know, we can have our own weather show. <laughs> it don't, it don't matter you. what it is. It could be me and you, man, forever, man. I, I'm open for it, man, and I appreciate you, man. I no, love look, man.
1: You know, I just got my, I got my gaming computer from Hank, bro, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh. Yeah. I got a Vaughn special? Oh, okay,
2: okay, Man, he does a good job. I'm on my gaming computer right now, man. I got the streaming PC. and I'm doing a podcast on this one, man. It's it's all love, man. Shout out Hank Baskets, man. Appreciate <laughs> you, G.
1: Facts, <laughs> facts. Appreciate it. Hey, Thomas, get my guy out, man. Man, my guy, Vaughn Miller, is a legend, Um, you know, Everything that you, you you want as a defense, uh, as an edge rusher, <laughs> let's be clear about it. everything you want as an edge rusher, Von Miller encompasses. We talk about great leadership qualities, but his get off, his bend, and just the amount of times he gets home. He's a disruption. He's a calamity, if you will, <laughs> which I had to explain what that meant to my guy, Jamal Williams, uh, earlier yesterday uh, is what it is. Uh, but he's a calamity, a walking calamity. Vaughn Miller, I appreciate him tapping in with Off the Edge, the podcast. Uh, And that's it for the show. Thank you for tuning in, tapping in. I I appreciate you guys for for listening to me, listening to the podcast. Uh, Thanks, Vaughn, for always tapping in with knowledge. Appreciate it. I'm going to say tell your friends about us. Just two draft class 2011. Hopefully, legends. Well, he's a legend. I'm working on being a legend. Give us a five-star rating. Leave a review. Follow us on Apple Podcasts the iHeartRadio app, wherever you get your podcasts, just know you just heard something legendary. All right, now take it easy. Peace.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools.